Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. I'm excited to be with you today. My wife's not here in the studio. She uh, had something else she had to attend to, so you guys just get me today. But um, I was talking to some patients this week, and apparently this story was you know circling and making its way around the internet and Facebook, etc. And I had lots of patients coming to me and asking me about this, and maybe some of you have seen it, but um, this came out of, uh, you know, just uh, the Washington Post this past week about young people and an an anomaly being seen on x-rays, and literally the title suggested that horns are growing on young people's skulls, and they said phone use is to blame. So what in the world? Uh, Phone use, I think we all know it's a problem. In fact, the article went on to say that we we all know that holding a machine in front of us might be you know problematic. That it, I was out to dinner the other night. I was out to dinner with my kids and my family. We try to be pretty intentional about keeping like so the kids aren't allowed to bring devices to dinner. My wife and I try to leave at least one phone in the car. That's a good tip for any of you guys who you know husband and wife. If you're tempted to pull out the phone, you know myself, I get texts from patients if they're they have my my contact if it's an emergency so i could justify keeping my phone on me you know literally all the time my wife um she's always doing a lot of stuff business wise for us and she's her phone for doing that a lot of times so you know the reality is i think we could all justify having it on us but when you're out to dinner especially if you're out to dinner with your wife and kids you have most of the people who are very important you know to you right there the chance of an emergency happening that you need to uh, attend to is minimal And so one of the things that we've done, and I don't remember who gave us this advice, but it's been something that helps us out a lot, is either my wife or I will leave our cell phone in the car. And one of the reasons we do this is because we don't want to be on the screen in front of each other. We're out to dinner trying to have a a conversation. And uh, if one of you leaves it in, the likelihood of the other one pulling it out and actually using it, pulling their cell phone out and actually using their cell phone in front of the other person knowing that they don't have theirs um, the, the usage of them goes down dramatically, but we were sitting at dinner the other night and I looked over and I saw a family and there was six people at the table ranging from probably near 80 years old, all the way down to about eight years old. And every single one of them had a device out and they were staring down at it. And it wasn't even that they had it out that, that, that kind of surprised me. All of them had it out, but they all had it down at almost lap level. Like they were keeping it below the table out of sight, not to be, you know, discourteous or rude to the people they were with, which is funny because nobody would have even known because they were all looking down at their phones anyway, but they all had a below table level, which means what position was their head in? Think about that. You're looking straight down at your lap and your head's in this, you know, horrible position. So here's what the article says. It says, what we've not grasped is the way that tiny machines in front of us may be remodeling our skeletons possibly altering not just the behaviors we exhibit, but the bodies we inhabit. New research from biomechanics suggests that young people are developing horn-like spikes at the back of their skulls. 
These are actually bone spurs caused by the forward tilt of the head, which shifts the weight from the spine to the muscles at the back of the head, causing bone growth within the tendon and ligament. And this weight transfer that causes that buildup can be compared to the way skin thickens to a callus or response to pressure. So we're literally developing new abnormal uh, biomechanical function in terms of the way our our, our physiology and our, our anatomy are responding to stressors we're putting on the body. Well, but Dr. Ryan, you know what what what's the problem? What if our what if our our skull gets a little more bumpy and we have a horn now jutting out the back of our skull? So I want you guys reach reach behind your head, feel Go to the base of your neck, run straight up, and right where your neck meets your head, go up about an inch, and you're going to feel it. There's a little bump, a little protrusion at the very top of your head right there. That's called your external occipital protuberance. And that is a bump. I had to memorize that name in college. Your EOP, your external occipital protuberance. A protuberance is a bump. Occipital means that's your occiput, the, the bone that's right there. And you have one on the inside and one on the inside, the one on the outside. The one on the inside actually has a purpose of diverting cerebral spinal fluid uh, in and around the brain. The one on the outside has a purpose, and it's the attachment for muscles, specifically your trapezius muscle. And so here's the connection, and this is interesting. So adults, ki- kids probably are too young to really be complaining of too much of this, but adults, the most common thing I hear when people have neck pain or upper back pain is they say, I, I keep all my stress in my shoulders or in my neck. And what they don't realize is that they're, they're actually talking about biomechanically, where does the stress end up after literally sitting there all day, head forward on a computer, head forward looking down, is that we're going to, I'm going to, you know, walk you guys through this over the next few minutes about how when the head shifts out of position, it actually puts all the stress that the neck is supposed to be supporting the stress of the head over the body. The neck's job is to hold the head in a proper position. But when your head moves out in front of your body, what happens is it puts all that stress on your upper back and upper shoulder area. And that area now is dealing with more stress than it's supposed to. Your neck is dealing with stress poorly. And this is a huge problem because it leads to osteoarthritis. It leads to degeneration of the discs. It leads to problems with the nerves. Some of you guys may have experienced the pain in the back and the shoulders that it's always tight. You also get numbness and tingling down in the arms, hands, or fingers. Why is that so concerning? You know, one of the major symptoms of a heart attack, the first symptom in a lot of cases is when people feel numbness and tingling going down their left arm. So when you have your head forward in that position and you lose that natural posture, what happens is you're putting so much stress and so much damage on the nerves in your lower neck that you're literally mimicking the exact same symptoms you feel when that nerve gives out completely and your heart fails. And so I, I, want, I want you guys to understand and walk through how do we change this? You know, this article went on to say that a pair of researchers from the University of Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia, they had advanced the idea in several peer-reviewed journals, and, and they saw that this prevalence of bone growth in younger adults was becoming such a problem. And they started observing in x-rays and they, saw, they noticed it was, you know, as a result of distorted posture. So they hypothesized that the prolonged use of smartphones, because we're seeing this in this generation with your kids, um, they almost never have that phone out of their hands. I've seen it in the last 10 years where kids used to come into my office 
and they would be in the waiting room, kind of goofing around, playing, reading a book, coloring, doing whatever. Um, or, you know, teenage years, you know, if there was multiple kids, they're always messing around with each other. Now it's funny. They all come in. It, the, the upside of it is they're not as rambunctious and as crazy. However, they're all just staring down at their phones doing whatever they're doing, and their posture slumped. The, the connection is we're seeing significantly more spinal-related and nerve-related problems in kids at younger ages than we've ever seen before. So, you know, we have an event coming up, and I, I want you guys to be aware of it. July 22nd, um, we're going to be talking about this, this text-neck tech thing. We're going to be talking about kids' health. We're going to be talking about why chiropractic for kids, but it's called Next Gen as in Next Generation. And we're doing this July 22nd, 2019. So go to DrRyanLive.com and get registered for that. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're talking about this article that came out in the Washington Post about horns growing on young people's skulls. Uh, you know, phone use is to blame. And, you know, I love this article because it grabbed everyone's attention. Think about, like, our youth growing horns. The first thing I thought of was, like, you know, Halloween and, like, the satanic idea, like, horns growing out of their head. But what they really meant was a projection growing out of the head, a bone spur that was actually a calcific osteoarthritis-type problem caused by a tendon being overexerted, having forward head posture, having this position where their head's forward and they're on their phones. Here's the crazy thing is the researchers in this article went on to say that the problem that we're seeing, that this bone formation, this bone spur that's caused by this forward head posture, caused by texting and Instagram, just having our phones in a bad position, that 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 bone growth that we're seeing on these young kids' x-rays literally took five to 10 years to develop. So these kids are 19. They've been using phones since they were maybe 10, 11, 12, something like that, iPads, that it's taken literally a an entire decade for that to, to form. So the problem is what happens over the next 10 years? What happens if that stress doesn't change? You know, I, I've seen things change dramatically in practice. As a chiropractor, as someone who works, works with the biomechanics of the spine, but more importantly with the health of the nervous system, that's what chiropractic's really about is how well are you healing? How well is your nervous system working? How, how well are those signals, trillions of them, firing, going from your brain to every organ, every cell in the body, literally how life is transmitted through the body, literally your lifeline to all of your organs, that's your nervous system. And that nervous system has to be healthy. And the spine, there's 24 vertebrae. They're supposed to be in a certain position. They're supposed to have a curvature in the neck, in the mid-back, and in the low back. And if your spine doesn't have those three perfect curvatures and it's not straight from front to back and all those vertebrae moving well, it doesn't cause damage to your spine. It causes damage to your nerves. And when it causes damage to your nerves, the research is irrefutable that it literally causes damage to organs. There is study after study. Now, insurance may not compensate, you know, for us adjusting someone's spine and their immune system improving or adjusting someone's spine and their asthma goes away. Those things happen. And we don't treat asthma. We don't treat immune issues. We correct subluxations in the spine. But the result of that is you have a healthier healing person because their nerve system is functioning well. 
we actually use specific testing in our office. Uh, you know, we use um, static EMG, and we can actually measure the signal intensity of those nerves through the muscles and through the skin, and we can actually see whether those muscles and nerves are firing well. What concerns me about this generation with this text neck, tech neck thing is that in today's society, we're already seeing the effects of this. Uh, Scott Sloan had me on his radio station, literally, you know, his radio show literally uh, a couple months back talking about increased headaches in children and how we're seeing this continued problem where kids are literally going into neurologists now because they're having serious headaches. And that's not something you used to hear about. We're hearing about kids now having more problems with allergies and sinus issues. And that's not something we used to hear about to this level. There are kids getting allergy shots and allergy medications. In fact, about 20% of kids are on some sort of allergy treatment. And those nerves that come out of the upper neck, not only do they influence your immune system, they go up to your eyes, ears, nose, throat, sinuses. So when the head's forward and it's shifted out of position, sometimes an inch up to two, two and a half inches out in front of the body, that puts a tremendous amount of damage onto the brainstem, the spinal cord, and the nerves. Well, if the brainstem, spinal cord, and the nerves control your eyes, your ears, your nose, your throat, your sinuses, then you're going to see more health issues as a result of that. Now, as a chiropractor, do we you know, correct subluxations and help you with headaches? Yes. Neck pain? Yes. Back pain? Yes. That's what insurance loves us for. But in reality, chiropractic care and the way we take care of patients was actually based on the first adjustment ever that, that was recorded back in 1895 actually restored a deaf man's hearing. And the funny thing about that story was D.D. Palmer went on to to line up all these deaf patients, he advertised that he found the cure for deafness. And what he realized was after adjusting deaf person after deaf person after deaf person, none of them getting better, he didn't find the cure for deafness. But they started getting over their digestive issues and they started healing from immune problems. And what he found was a system of taking care of the spine, adjusting the segments of the spinal column, getting them moving better for the purpose of restoring function and healing back to the nerve system, literally reconnecting the brain with the body so that it can function better. So why do I get so fired up and so worried about horns on the back of kids' skulls? Because it's an indication. It's a warning sign. It's showing for the first time ever in history, our children's bodies are showing signs of increased stress and damage in a whole new way, something that's never happened before. And so when, when they're using these devices and they're looking down for hours on end, here, here's what the stats say, ready? This is from an article out of Daily Mail out of the UK. The, the article is called How Technology is Taking Lives, Spending Time on Phones and Laptops. The average person now spends more time on their phone or laptop than they do sleeping. The average person spends eight hours and 41 minutes a day on electronic devices. So that includes iPads, iPhones, you know, Android devices, computers, etc. This is 20 minutes more than the average person's night's sleep. That's, that's over in the UK where they did this. Four in 10 smartphone users, so 40%, check their phone literally in the night if something goes off or wakes them. And then more time is spent checking emails now in the morning than people actually spend eating breakfast. So what they're saying is that, you know, the evidence is clear that we're spending so much more time now on these devices. So in our office, we have a policy. It's, it's one of two things. If you come into the office, you either check the phone, put it in your purse, leave it in your car, do whatever. Um, don't use it in the office. But if you need to use it and you pull it out, 
then what we want to see is when you're sitting in a chair, head straight ahead, arms up, phone in front of your face so that you're not looking down in your lap. So I want you to picture this. Pull out your phone. If you're driving, don't do this, but pull out your phone, hold it in front of you, right out in front of your face. You got your phone right up in front of you. You're looking directly ahead at your chin's parallel to the floor. You're able to maintain good posture. If you don't have good posture, sit up and then do this. But now take your phone and literally put it down near your lap. What happens is first your head goes down, but then to be in a really comfortable position so you're not straining your neck, you let go of your low back curve, you let it slump, and you slide back into that chair and have a slump posture. That's called kyphosis. And a kyphotic posture, this was from the Journal of the American Geriatric Society. They said a kyphotic posture was associated with a 15-year increase uh, or sorry, decrease in life expectancy, meaning the more kyphotic your posture gets, the more likely you are to die early. Why is this? Because when you have your head up straight and your neck's in the right position, the weight of your head feels like it weighs about 10 to 12 pounds because it is about 10 to 12 pounds. However, think about holding a bowling ball. Like if you were to hold your arm up above your shoulder, kind of like a waiter holding a serving tray. Um, so like put your arm up, palm facing up and you kind of have your arm curving in front of your body, shoulder up like you were getting ready to carry a serving tray. If you were to put a bowling ball in your arm right there, you'd be able to hold it for quite a while. However, take the arm, now extend it straight out in front of your body, palm up like you had your hand out ready to receive a payment from somebody. So have your hand all the way out, palm up. Now imagine holding a bowling ball in that position, just increasing the distance of the bowling ball away from your body literally makes that bowling ball feel like it weighs two, three, four, five times as much. So if it was 10 pounds, it's going to feel like 50, 60, 70 pounds out there in, when you're holding it in front of you. The same thing happens. Here's the, here's the data. So this comes from a, a group called Chiropractic Biophysics. These people literally do nothing but research on the biomechanics of the spine and how chiropractic care changes the biomechanics of the spine. They're the experts um, they literally correct severe scoliosis, major spinal problems. Um, there, some of their research has literally been some of the coolest research over the last decade. But a 15-degree change of your neck, so just tilt your head 15 degrees down. Now your head, instead of feeling like it weighs 10 pounds, effectively with gravity pushing forward now on the head down, feels like it weighs to your neck and your joints of your spine 27 pounds. Change that by another 15 degrees, so 30 degrees. 40 pounds. Another 15 degrees, 45. So now your head's just 45 degrees from where it was. That's not even looking straight down into your lap. Your head feels like it weighs 50 pounds. And at 60 degrees, which is the position where I see most people in when they're on their phones, where their head's completely down facing their lap, their head feels like it weighs 60 pounds. That's stretching that trapezius muscle, putting tension on all those neck muscles. And it's creating literally damage to the joints, osteoarthritis, disc degeneration. But you won't know that for the next 10 or 15 years. So these are the type of problems. We correct these all the time in our office. If you're listening and, and now you're concerned about this and it's something you've been dealing with, you knew it was a problem, you want to get it checked, the best way to get in touch with us is 777-7575. So that's 513-777-7575. You can call to make an appointment. Or go to www.alignhealthcenter.com and you can schedule a new patient appointment there. Uh, you know, this is this is uh, something I'm really passionate about because I want to see people healthy. We're going to go more into this and dive a little deeper. I'm going to teach you guys what to do and how to change this even more. 
You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Today we're talking about this article going around in the Washington Post about horns developing on kids' heads from cell phone usage. We just went through how it happens and why and some of the concerns. But I pulled up an older article. You know, chiropractors have been talking about this. Before horns were developing on people's heads, we were talking about forward head posture. Literally, forward head posture has been a a topic of conversation in the chiropractic circles as long as I've been practicing, which is greater than a decade, coming up on, you know, 14, 15 years here, that I literally have been having this conversation that whole time. And that was before people were spending eight plus hours a day on, you know, cell phones. So this article that I'm about to read was written about a decade ago. And what's interesting is I just read to you guys out of that study that, um, that, that people are using their cell phones and some devices eight hours a day. This article that I'm going to read right now is almost a decade old. And in this article, they said the average person spends two to four hours a day with their heads tilted forward. So it's literally doubled. It's literally doubled just in the last decade how much because of iPhones. Like, I love the iPhone. It's amazing what you can do on it. I was joking with somebody the other day. Do you guys remember back in in, in elementary school when we were told um, you'll you have to work out your math and show your math on the page because you'll never have a calculator on you in real life all the time. Well, we proved we proved Mrs. Rash wrong, right? My my uh, teacher in in first grade. No offense to her, but she couldn't see the future. But they used to tell us that you have to show your work because you'll never have a calculator. Well, not only do we have a calculator now, you have a calculator, you have a level. You have, you know, the the entire internet at your disposal. You have a better camera than even existed five, six, seven years ago. It's amazing. You can literally shoot, you know, cinematography from your cell phone if you wanted to. That rivals what happened before. But at the same time, what cost does it come with? So this this article was called Beyond Technology and Backpack Use. And this goes back um, some time ago. I have kept this because in my practice, I just thought this was so helpful. But Literally, literally years ago, we were teaching patients about how when the spine's out of position and this forward head posture, it starts damaging. But this, this is awesome. This article talks about how research has proven that abnormal spinal health and posture leads to an imbalance in hormones. So wait a minute. How are we going to make this connection? Well, a study from 2014 showed that repetitive poor posture, particularly of the head and neck, caused low testosterone, reduced serotonin, and increased cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. When you're chronically stressed, cortisol goes up and it shuts down your immune system, shuts down your digestive system. Um, It's not a good thing to have excess cortisol. Well, holding our phone in a poor position causes increased cortisol. It reduces serotonin. Serotonin is there for our mood and for sleep. And then lastly, low testosterone. If there's one problem I hear from men as they're getting into their 40s and 50s, it's concerns about, you know, the stuff that Viagra is there to help, things like ED and, you know, uh, problems with virility. And so low testosterone, using our cell phone, having our head in a forward head posture could be tied to hormonal issues. So this study in 2014 was published in the Surgical Technology International Journal. Billions of people were found to be using cell phone devices daily. 
Stress on the spine from constantly looking down, they said, was very damaging to long-term health. But they put some numbers to it. The study actually assessed the forces that were placed on the spine and the head, you know, when it was tilted forward in this posture. And they evaluated this using a head weight of 13.2 pounds. So they showed that loss of the natural cervical curve leads to, leads to inter, incrementally stressed cervical spine joints. And the stress could cause early wear and tear, degeneration, and possibly put you in a surgical you know, chair, surgical room early. So they talked about what is good posture then. So how, how do we define good posture? It's defined when your ears are aligned with your shoulders and your shoulders are retracted. And if you were to draw a line from your ear all the way down to your ankle, your ear, shoulder, hip, and ankle should all be intersecting that line. So one is right over the other. So this was interesting. So they, they talked about one of the things you could do was be holding that phone further up in front of your face, which was what I was explaining. If you're holding your phone up, yes, your arms will get tired. When your arms start to fatigue, that's a signal that you might want to take a break from the phone. Because if your arms are fatiguing, if you had it in a bad position, your neck would be fatiguing and it would be literally letting those nerves and joints start to deteriorate. So, you know, this forward head posture is something I, I work hard with my kids. We have done a couple of things. So one of the things we've done, a lot of you parents, you know, you may not think you're guilty of it. You see your kids doing it more and they probably do. But the reality is I think we're all guilty of this one. Um, I, I literally ha- see people do it two, three, four times while they're sitting right in front of me, pull the phone out, look straight down at it. And we have a great way of engaging patients is simply just to, I walk by and I literally just take their phone and gently push it up in front of them. And after doing it two or three times when they're in our office and they're sitting there, they start to engage. So there's multiple levels of awareness that I don't, I don't remember where this came from. I learned this years ago, but I've taught this over and over again to patients about raising awareness is that just by listening to this radio show, you're becoming aware of something that you are currently maybe unaware of or not largely aware of that when you're in that position, it's so habitual, you don't even realize you're doing it. So now I'm talking about it. So now what I want is every time you're staring down at your phone, that is going to be a signal or an indicator. You're going to hear my voice saying, get your phone up. You're going to feel that neck tension and you're going to start becoming aware of it. You're going to go from being unaware into the next level of awareness, which is becoming aware of something after you've done it. You're going to be sitting there for two or three minutes, and all of a sudden, you're going to feel some tension in your neck, and you're going to go, oh my gosh, Dr. Ryan said, I got to get my phone up. You're going to lift that phone up. The next level of awareness is you're going to become aware of something while you're doing it. So not after you've been doing it for five minutes, but you're going to bring that phone down to your lap. It's going to be there for literally two to three seconds. You're going to bend over to, to slump to look down at your phone, and you're going to go, oh my gosh, I got to get this thing up, and you're going to lift it up in front of your face. That's the next level of awareness is going from after you've been doing it to while you're doing it. And then the, the very next step is as you go to do it. So you're, you're literally going to be taken out of your pocket. And before you put it down in your lap and go to look down, you're going to be thinking, I need to make sure I have my phone up in front of me. That's the next step. And this is the natural transition. You're going to see that this happens over the next few days. And then eventually what happens is you're going to start making a new habit where you just keep it up in front of you. And I have patients that will do this. They'll keep it up in front of them. They'll start to get tired and the phone will start dropping. You'll see them sit up a little straighter and engage their spine more. There's actually a device on the market right now that hooks to an app. And you can put, I, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but it literally is a little device that attaches to your back. Or I think you can also wear one on your pocket of your shirt or the placard where you button up. 
and somehow it senses what position it's in, and when it feels it get out of position as if you're slumping, it vibrates and warns you to sit up. It's kind of cool device, um, but you check check that out on the web. I think it's kind of silly that we need that level of engagement, but from now on, when you pull your phone out, what I want you guys to do is I want you to start hearing my voice as soon as that phone hits your hand, holding it up in front of your face, keeping that posture up because every single person you know in the nursing home, think about what their posture looks like. They have the walker out in front of them. They're hunched over and slumped. They have a bump at the very base of their neck, a dowager's hump. Their head's out in front of their body. Their occiput's hyperextended. Their neck looks like it's sticking out in front of them, more like a turkey or an ostrich. And and they get in that position from not maintaining healthy posture. However, my concern is that we have worse habits now than we've ever had. And so not only are we going to see worse posture in the nursing home, but my concern is we're going to see more people in the nursing home. And we're going to see more people in the nursing home at earlier ages because their nervous system was being so damaged and stressed by all the stress on their spine. There's one way you can deal with this, like stretching, strengthening up your back. Yeah, those are great. But in reality, once that's already there, you have to get adjusted. You have to get movement back into the spine that it's impossible to stretch or strengthen what a a chiropractic adjustment can do. When you feel that release, if you've ever been to a chiropractor, you get adjusted, you feel that release and you literally feel it. There's, there's a popping that occurs and stress that's released. That's impossible to replace. So every week we take five patients from the show and uh, take five new patients. If you're interested in becoming one of those, give us a call 513-777-7575 or go to alignhealthcenter.com. That's where you can schedule an appointment. You're listening to 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And uh, today we've been talking about this whole horns on the skull, text neck, tech neck, forward head posture, kyphosis, whatever name you want to give it, it's bad. That technology is awesome. It's amazing. We have so many things available to us we never had, but the postures that we're getting into you know, laptops, think about a laptop, literally the term laptop, like referencing that it somehow is supposed to be in your lap. First of all, if you do that, the radiation is going to destroy all your, you know, sperm count or your eggs, but don't put that in your lap. But even if it was able to be in your lap without doing that, the position you'd have to get into to see the screen, you'd look like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. You'd be all hunched over, uh, laptops, you know, 13 inch, 15 inch screens, slumping our backs, heads forward to look into them. iPhones, even smaller, five, six, seven-inch screens, holding them down near lap level, hunching over. It's literally destroying our health, destroying our health. So they're calling it tech neck. I've been going through a couple articles. There's studies out talking about not only is that posture damaging our nerve system, it's creating early degeneration in our joints. Kids are growing horns on their skull, which is a just a fancy way of, of, of talking about uh, bone spur formation of the tendon of the uh, trapezius muscle. But the other thing that's happening is, you know, the numbness and tingling down the arms, hands, fingers, thyroid problems, because the nerves out of C5, C6, C7 go right to your thyroid. So if C6, C7, 
you know, vertebra nerves begin to degenerate, your thyroid begins to dysfunction because those are the nerves controlling it. But there's hormonal studies, hormonal implication studies that have shown that hormones are affected. So I want to go to the five surefire signs of tech, tech neck. If you have this going on, you may already know. You may just know like, hey, I have my phone out way too much. I've seen my posture. It doesn't look good. I'm slumped over in the chair. I get this from parents all the time. They're like, you know, my kid's slumped over. His posture looks like this. And unfortunately, a lot of times the parent's posture doesn't look good either. But I want to give you some some signs. So number one, neck pain. One of the main signs of tech neck or text neck is a stiff or painful neck or a sore neck. This is caused by spending most of the time with the neck in that down forward position looking at the computer or laptop. So keeping it in this position is actually putting additional weight on the spine, which is what we talked about in the bowling ball example I gave you guys. In some cases, up to 60 pounds of additional stress. So number one, hold your phone up in such a way that you're not tilting your head down and definitely gently stretching your neck. But more importantly, if you've been doing that, it's it's wise. Go get an EMG scan, get an x-ray, get a chiropractic x-ray. And I say chiropractic x-ray because we don't want to be looking for fractures or or necessarily even degeneration. We want to be looking for subluxations. We want to be looking and analyzing for misalignments of the spine that are putting damage and pressure on your nerves. So, you know, I've never seen testing quite like a static, you know, surface EMG testing that we do with our patients that when somebody comes in, we can actually detect nerve stress and damage before it ever causes larger health problems. And so it's really cool that we can test that and then take digital x-rays to literally measure and analyze how far out of position something is. So it's not just a chiropractor now telling you you have a problem, you have to take his word for it. The measurements are there. So the, the cervical curve in the neck should measure 45 degrees. I have people that are missing half of that, 70% of that, 80% of that. I have kids coming in who have reverse neck curves, meaning it's 100% to 130% out of its normal, you know, deviating from its normal position that they've lost these horrible curves. So what happens next is, you know, shoulder pain, shoulder burden. So in addition to the back pain from texting, the other telltale sign is that when people have neck and shoulder tightness all the time, that's unrelenting and doesn't go away. If you're the person that when someone pushes down on your shoulders or, or you know, you know, walks up behind you and you have know, somebody you know that sometimes they'll come up behind you, put their hands on their shoulders, maybe you know, give a, give a couple like you know, massaging uh, uh, grips to the the muscles there, and all of a sudden you sigh in relief and you're like, oh, that feels good, keep going. That's because our phones are small. People are ending up hunching their shoulders in order to look down into their phone when they're texting. So if you're sitting in front of a computer, this happens all the time too, especially if your computer's monitor is too low. So what do you do? Give your shoulders a break, stretch them out periodically, get your monitor up. But again, massage and chiropractic are two of the best things you can do for that. Headaches is a telltale sign when the head shifts out in front of the body. This is sign number three, symptom number three. If you're having headaches, you need an x-ray. There's an inner space. There's a space in between the base of your skull, first vertebra, and between the first vertebra and second vertebra. Each one of those bones is supposed to be at about an 18-degree angle with a certain amount of space in between those vertebra. When the head shifts out in front of the body, what happens is that that head shifts forward. It jams those posterior joints, and it crushes some of the nerves that exit the top of the spine. They go right up into the skull, and that's where headaches come from. 
you're not having headaches usually because of caffeine. You're not you're having headaches because of, you know, you know, being tired. You're not having headaches or whatever. Those are the additional stressors that put you over the limit. But the major stressor is that you're walking around with those nerves having constant tension and constant damage on them. And so any little amount of stress beyond that is going to throw you into a headache, sometimes for people literally days. So again, readjust your work environment, readjust your phones, get your computer monitor at eye level, but for God's sakes, go get adjusted and get your neck checked and and analyzed and then start getting under chiropractic care to start removing that interference, removing that stress. You know, I I have patients, it really blows me away. They'll say things like, you know, that they take ibuprofen. Um, You know, one of my favorite things, people come in, they'll say, yeah, I get some headaches. I'm like, all right, describe your headaches. Well, they're just regular headaches. Like, okay, so headaches aren't normal. You shouldn't have a headache. So what, is, what in the heck's a regular headache? And what they mean is that, you know, I just, I just get them kind of out of nowhere. They come kind of regularly and, and, and they're, they're, you know, kind of frequent. Well, how often are you getting them? Uh, not that often, only once or twice a week. That's 50 to 100 times a year. Like, that's a lot of headaches. And so when somebody comes in and they're dealing with a problem that they're literally experiencing negative health symptoms and, and having this 50 to 100 times a year... And they're taking ibuprofen every time they're doing it, maybe sometimes a couple of them or a leave or something like that. And then they question why somebody might get adjusted every two weeks. Well, because getting an adjustment, the side effects are you feel better and your headache goes away. The, the side effects of taking the ibuprofen or a leave is that your liver becomes damaged and you have an increased risk of cancer over time. And so I think it makes more sense get adjusted every couple of weeks deal with the physical biomechanical changes and the damage, the physical stress and damage from your spine and your nerves in a physical way, getting adjusted and getting the spine moving again and and correcting some of those misalignments, then dealing with it in a chemical way, which just shuts down and damages the organs more. So the next thing is, you know, the next warning sign, all thumbs, tingling of the thumbs or fingers. Uh, So if you're using your phone, using your computer, and you're starting to feel tingling, it's probably not carpal tunnel. You can go in, you can have your carpal tunnel syndrome released. They'll cut away at a tendon called your retinaculum and they'll let a little pressure off those nerves and the tingling may go away for time, but it almost always comes back. I take care of carpal tunnel patients all the time, probably two and three a week come in and some of them have already been through surgery and the carpal tunnel is returning. The doctor would love to go do that surgery again, release it again. But the problem is they have something called a double crutch syndrome. The pressure on the nerve is happening at the carpal tunnel, but the majority of the pressure is happening at the neck. So what happens is when we correct the subluxation at the neck, we get the vertebra moving, get pressure off the nerve at the neck, the symptoms of the carpal tunnel go away. Yes, your your tendons and your wrists are tight. They could be released too, but that's probably 10 to 15% of the total stress that there's two points on that nerve where it's being damaged and the major ones up in the neck. And that's why when you start working on the computer at first, you may not have any carpal tunnel symptoms. You start working, all of a sudden they show up because you're now you're increasing additional stress further down that nerve pathway. But especially if you're having numbness and tingling, not just in the hands, but it goes up the arm, that's not carpal tunnel. That's called radiculopathy, and that's stemming from the neck. And the last one is the eyes. Make sure that the le- your eyes your eyes should always be looking straight ahead, and if you were to draw a line from your eyeball straight out to what you're looking at, you want that line literally parallel to the floor. So if you're reading something, hold it up in front of you. If you're texting, hold it up in front of you. If you have a computer, make sure your monitor's up in front of you here at the studio. 
I'm looking at the top third of the monitor. Ideally, you want to be looking at about the bottom third of the monitor. That way you're never looking down. If anything, you're looking slightly up. And that takes a lot of the pressure off that neck and off those joints. So if any of this interested you, you want to get adjusted, you've never been to a chiropractor, you want to have some testing done, have specifically an EMG scan, some x-rays, find out if we can help you. We take five patients every week from this show that we guarantee to have those spots open. So if you call right now at 513-777-7575, we'd love to have you in as a patient. Until next week. Keep listening. Keep listening to the podcast. It's on iTunes. Go back and listen to some old shows. We'll talk to you guys next week. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.